Well, good morning, Orchard. Take out your Bibles this morning, your mobile devices, whichever you choose to use, turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 10. 1 Chronicles 28, verse 10. How many of you, by show of hands, enjoyed your extra hour of sleep this morning? We love the fall back one. We don't like the spring forward one so much. Hey, we also want to welcome our first-time guest. If this is your first time at Orchard this morning, we are thrilled to have you with us. But we also want to let you know uh, today's service is a little bit different, a little unique. It's a very special service as today we are looking back and celebrating our two-year legacy building campaign anniversary because we are in a very historic season here at Orchard Church, a transitional time as we are moving from portable to permanent to our our new facility, and so today we're going to celebrate all that God has done with that. You know, very much in the, in the same way that God, over like 2,500 years ago, prompted King David and his son Solomon uh, to go from portable to permanent with the nation of Israel. Uh, they were basically wandering in the wilderness for like 40 years, and then they got into the promised land, and God said, I want you to have a permanent place of worship, and he challenged them to take a sacrificial step of faith to build the first temple. God has called us to build a permanent place in this community uh, for Orchard Church to meet. And so I want to read about that this morning just to kind of set the tone with what we're talking about. In 1 Chronicles chapter 28, uh, verse um, 8, we'll start right there. I, I may have said verse 10, but we're going to actually start in verse 8. Let's read this together. 1 Chronicles 28, 8 says this, So now with God as our witness and in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, I give you this charge. Be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God so that you may continue to possess what? This good land and leave it to your children as a what? Church, say it with me. A permanent inheritance. This is where we got the name for our building campaign, calling it the legacy building campaign. We're not just building a building, we're building a legacy for this church to be established in this community for generations to come, to fulfill our mission, to help people find and follow Jesus. He goes on and says in verse 9, and Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Uh, this is not about a building, it's about a relationship with God, intimately, personally. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart, knows every plan and thought. I love this part of the verse. No matter where you're at today or who you are, listen to this. If you seek him, you will find him. That's good news, amen? That we have a God that doesn't play hide and seek on his people. If we seek him, we will find him. We'll be able to connect with him. But if you forsake him, he'll reject you forever. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary, a place to worship. And let's say it together. Be strong and do the work. And in the same way that God told the nation of Israel to be strong and do the work, to leave a legacy, to go from portable to permanent, that's the step of faith that we took about two years ago here at Orchard Church. You know, about three years ago, we had an opportunity to buy the 38 acres of land next door to Prairie View High School. And two years ago, this is what that land looked like next door. Here's the high school we're in on the right, and there's our land. We paid cash for it. Uh, two years ago, it was just an empty cornfield and, and a dream. And Orchard Church had a dream of going from 11 years of portable to permanent, but we knew it wasn't going to be easy. It was going to take a sacrificial step of faith on the part of all of us, just like it did for Israel when they built the temple. And 
Two years ago, we made our commitments to the Legacy Building Campaign. Over 300 uh, families, individuals, and kids committed $2.7 million over the next three years, over and above their regular tithes and offerings, to help us build a permanent place for us to worship in so we could stay on mission to help people find and follow Jesus because there's over 50,000 people within a three-mile radius of that land that are unchurched. Many of them do not know Jesus. I'm excited to tell you an update today at our two-year legacy anniversary that over 420 families, individuals, and children have given, have actually given, not just committed, but we received $1,628,847. Can we praise God for that? That has actually come in. And we've had over 30 families and individuals that have already completed um, their three-year legacy commitment. They did it in two years. Some of them did it in a year and a half. Some of them have given over and above that because God has blessed them. But I just can't thank you guys enough for all of your incredible generosity uh, to make this possible, to be a part of this. So two years ago, there was an empty cornfield and we had a dream. One year ago, some of you will remember, in September, uh, we wanted to break ground. We wanted to break ground before the weather turned bad, but we didn't have our building permit from the city yet. We didn't know when we were going to get it for sure, but remember we prayed about it and God prompted us to take a step of faith and I believe God honors steps of faith you believe that church so in September we gathered on that land uh, on a September evening one year ago and we took a step of faith and had a ceremonial groundbreaking we didn't know what the weather was going to be last winter. We didn't know when we were going to get our building permit, but God blessed us. And just a few short weeks later, the building permit was received. We got it from the city. We were able to break ground, start moving dirt. And we had one of the mildest winters ever on record in Denver, Colorado last year. And so, yeah, praise God for that. If you enjoyed the weather last winter, you can thank Orchard Church. We prayed that in. Our general contractor said they only missed like three days of work the entire winter. They said it was unheard of. They said this was one of the most blessed projects that they had ever been a part of. And so now, one year later, have you noticed the new building next door? And we have a, a building. The dream is, is a reality. But as many of you know, um, even though we have the building and it's completed by our general contractor, the city has to do their inspections. We can't have services over there until the inspections are completed. And that can take weeks. It can sometimes take months. And we didn't know exactly when it was going to happen. But on Tuesday last week from Brighton, Colorado, we received our full certificate of occupancy. The building is ours so we are ready to make a move so here here's what you need to know next sunday here at prairie view high school november 12th will be our last sunday at prairie view high school next sunday next sunday now listen that means the following sunday the 19th will be our first services in our new facility and as excited as we are about our first services on the 19th in two weeks, um, I just got to tell you guys, I, I think I get more emotional thinking about our last service here at Prairie View. Because we've had almost 11 years of services here. We've had over 1,200 services at Prairie View High School. And we've seen God do incredible, life-changing things in this place. Amen? 
And so you do not want to miss next Sunday. It is going to be a very moving and emotional and memorable Sunday as we recognize, remember, and look back at all that God has done to change thousands of lives for all eternity. And we say goodbye to Prairie View High School and this place. So you don't want to miss that next Sunday. And then... The 19th will be in our new facility. Now, I know you guys are as excited as I am to invite your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, and family members into the new building. But I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to wait just a little bit. I mean, how many of you have ever moved into a new house? Okay, You probably didn't have everybody over the first weekend. You wanted to get some things on the wall and do some things. So we're asking you, if you could, to wait to invite people intentionally for about two weeks. We'd like to be in there the 19th and the 26th of November, kind of get the kinks out, the bugs out. We're going to try to sneak 2,000 people into the new building as much as you can sneak 2,000 people in. Now, if your friends show up, we're not going to turn them away. All right, But what we're asking you to do is kind of help us with the transition for those two weeks. And then December 3rd will be our uh, Christmas series we'll be launching. That's the perfect time to just really go all out and invite everybody to come. And, and we're excited about that. But all this has been made possible because of your incredible generosity and our legacy uh, building campaign and fund. And we said this two years ago, that this is not a fundraising campaign. It's a faith-raising campaign. And God has stretched all of our faith and our sacrifice, and he's blessed it. And I want you to hear some stories right now um, of what God has done in some of the families in our church's lives as they have stepped out in faith to join God in what he is doing to help us go from portable to permanent. Watch this. Orchard, um, so we were. We, we actually came from a church where um, that's the mission was a building, and we wanted to go to a church where the mission was souls. And it's kind of ironic because we started coming to Orchard, and then almost right away we're in a building campaign. But the difference was, uh, you know, for us is it, it wasn't about a building. Yeah, you know, we're getting a building, but it wasn't about a building. You know, it was about people, it was about reaching the lost. And um, so we kind of fit right in. We were hosts of a, the Legacy small group and Brian and I had prayed together about our commitment and what that would be. And through prayer, God led us to a set number and we were confident in that number. It was a weekly amount and um, we were excited. It fit within our budget and we could make it work. That week before, Brian had caught word that they were going to do a mass layoff at work. We knew we wanted to start a family, um, but about two years ago, it was uh, it was a little difficult. Um, we kept trying, and it just wasn't happening for us. And um, along came the you know the legacy campaign, and um, you know we. We ended up getting pregnant, having our first child, and um, you know we didn't know where the money was going to come from or how God was was going to work through that. And you know we just we stepped out in faith and and um, was able to give and haven't looked back since. I was getting ready to change jobs, and I was working a decent job, but I wasn't happy there. I didn't 
see any upward momentum. Things had changed, they weren't great. I was pretty unhappy with it. Uh, yeah, that's where we were, raising our son, enjoying life otherwise, but work <laughs> wasn't great. Yeah. When the campaign started for Legacy, I had just started to work at the church office. So I'd been at the church office for maybe six months. Um, and that what had been a pretty substantial cut in pay we were happy to make, and but we were adjusting. We were adjusting financially. For me, it was a little rough time spiritually because I lost my mom. Um, it had been only a year, so that was a really tough time for me spiritually. I just was dealing with the grief of losing a mom and being an only child. Yeah, myself, I think it's just the, the normal distractions and uh, my business. Um, the distractions there and that, and then we'd also um, made a um, an personal investment that was kind of a little bit of a struggle at that point in time. So it w it would have been easy to be distracted from what uh, what God was going to ask us to do at that time. But um, you know, we we know to keep uh, a firm eye on on Him and in the direction He wants us to go. So we we didn't let those things distract us. We were about a, year, a little over a year in having moved here, mm -hmm. so um, we were still kind of settling in and we've never been able to um, get pregnant and we've always wanted a family and mm -hmm. right about two years ago um, was when we decided to start the adoption process again. Commitment Sunday, Doug had us fill out a card that had us write down our weekly commitment, and then you had to come to the front and drop it in the bucket. The temptation was definitely there to back out. Um, any fleshly desire to hold on and keep money, security was there. Um, it was definitely not easy, and I wouldn't say that it has gotten easy until recently, um, easier, but we continued to give weekly our commitment, there hasn't been a week that we've skipped. Um, that's only through God's grace. When we first started talking about it, we were, of course, we picked up a number that would be comparable or what we thought we could, you know, do real, realistically. And of course, we prayed about it and then we came up with a number that was quite a bit more than what we originally believed we could do. So we stretched out a little bit in faith to decide what we were going to pledge for the legacy campaign. Just as we prayed, um, you know, we would then just talk to each other, like, I think maybe we could do a little more. What do you think about? And sometimes the reaction was, uh, <laughs> and sometimes it was, yeah, that's kind of what God's showing me, too. I just kept thinking we don't have anything to offer for this first fruits offering, but when Doug talked about how the church tithes off of the general fund and how that goes to missions and all that, um, all that the church does. With that, I thought about our adoption fund and how I wanted God to bless it. And so uh, he, God just laid it on my heart that that was something that we should do. We should tithe off of, the, off of what we had received from uh, the adoption fundraisers we had done. We also committed to monthly giving to the Legacy campaign, and so we kind of had these big dreams of, of adopting and knowing what the, what the price tag could be. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but just committing to this and knowing that, you know, God takes care of those who love him. And um, so we just, we, we stepped out on faith and said, you know, we're going to tithe off of what people have, 
you know, given to us and, and say that, you know, none of this is ours anyway. You right. Know? Um, only, only God can, um, can provide a family. And so we, uh, we just decided that that was what we were going to do and uh, we knew God would take care of it. Ever since we've been married and before we faithfully tithe and um, we knew that whatever we gave above and beyond or at least I knew whatever we gave above and beyond tithe, you know, God would, God would provide that money. Um, you know, we didn't know where it was coming from, but in my heart, I felt like God was saying, trust me. It definitely felt like a step out in faith, because I think any time you're trying to, to understand what God's telling you and to know what, how he's saying, trust me, and you're trying to to figure out within the world what that means. It's always a little bit um, unsettling, but in the end we do absolutely, like this was his, him calling us to do something and we had no doubts. And it was just a matter of figuring out, okay, what's this gonna look like? I think there was kind of a mix of like logic and then also like, but I just feel like, you know, like logic would give us something and then emotion would like kind of ad adjust it. Yeah, there was definitely that and I was thinking of what we could afford and she came back and was, well, it's supposed to be a bit of a challenge and a sacrifice, so I listened to that, felt right, and we, we rolled with it. Um, our plan actually had been to buy me a new car. We were going to, I was going to buy a new car that year because I've been driving the same car for like 12 years. Um, and it was pretty much like, well, let's just take the money that we would have spent on a new car that we don't actually need right now, and I'll keep driving my car, and we'll just put that money towards Legacy. Once uh, Legacy came around, I, I felt really... Um, like we were, we were uh, supposed to be there for that. Mm -hmm. And um, God really worked on, on my heart, we prayed a lot. Um, I tr we tried to, I wanted to keep it separate because I wanted to see where we were both at. And um, <laughs> God kept working on me and the number kept going up. And, and um, but I, in my heart, I knew that's what, what he wanted us to do. Right. I just feel so blessed that why wouldn't we bless, you know, and we love our church and we love the people and they're part of our family. I couldn't, especially after having no mom, so. It's amazing just to see what God has done in these last three years of being so faithful to him. He provided me with a job and uh, making more money, better hours Monday through Friday. I was able to stay home on weekends. He's blessed us with, with two beautiful, beautiful daughters who are just our world. So mm -hmm. couldn't have asked for anything better. We just feel so thankful for, for Orchard and allowing us to learn what it is to give and how we can be blessed, be blessable, I mm -hmm. guess, through that. You know, when you first asked us to do this, we were like, nah, we don't really have anything to say because, you know, we need to have a cool story where, you know, we go to the mailbox and there's a check for the exact amount that we committed to the legacy campaign, you know. Uh, we got a bill for the exact amount. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we don't really have a cool story. I've been hearing those stories all my life and it's not, I said, you know, God's just always taking care of us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Susie said, well, you know, maybe that's what we're supposed to say. You know, I mean, we've, 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 our tithers, we've always been tithers since even before I was saved, we were tithing, you know, so um, it just kind of seemed natural, but, you know, God just is always taking care of us. We're not in need. You can tell we're eating, 
Okay, right, <laughs> so. Uh, through a Bible study I was in, a lady had said, I know we have been praying for your husband to find a job, but I actually have a position for you if you're interested. And at the moment, he was unemployed. So God was working behind the scenes the whole time, finding ways to make provision. Through other means, God found Brian a position in a job that he enjoyed, and it was flawless. It worked out great. I was able to stay at home again, and we really feel like he orchestrated everything so perfectly. Just little things, little things you didn't expect. You get a refund for something that you bought months ago that you kind of forgot about all of a sudden that'll come in the mail or um, you know maybe you overpaid in your taxes for your escrow account and all of a sudden you got this crazy check that you definitely didn't expect back on that. And there were a lot of things that happened financially Don is in sales, and in sales you don't get raises. In sales you get to sell more to get more income. But he's gotten two raises after working for a company for 12 years, and no raise the first 10. <laughs> so that, that was so pretty interesting. So it's interesting. either a God thing or else just happenstance, yeah. I doubt it. So. But beyond that, we've had a couple new grandchildren. We've been able to move to where we live within 10 minutes of all six of our grandchildren. And really, it's been able to spend a lot of time, at family time, and really growing with those babies. And that's been, that's just been something you can't replace. Things have just gone right for the most part. Uh, we had a lot of appliances go out this year, both washer and dryer, refrigerator and stove, all within. In a, in a calendar year. Yeah, and we didn't have to finance it at all. This would have happened back before Legacy. We would have had to finance it. Instead, we had the savings to pay for everything with cash. Didn't have to go any other debt. I think it just made us more mindful of what we're doing financially and like just more responsible. We're better stewards of what we have at this point. And since my job's improved, I've got a new position, which I really enjoy. I see potential for the future, and the company's doing really well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's just being committed to our, our faith and the how well we've been blessed with mm -hmm. with everything. Um, I'd say that's that's where I see it. It's just our, our continued faith and, and then us being able to continue to bless others and and um, and be blessed ourselves. We kept getting these profiles from our agency about these birth moms and then how much it would cost. And we were saying yes, not knowing what where the money was gonna come from. My mom has a really good friend. Her father has a foundation, and she wanted to be able to help us from the foundation's money, and so she wrote us a check for $20,000, um, which capped, I mean, any, any situation we came across from that point on, we were able to say yes to and know that all of the money was gonna be there. Uh, just sitting in a fund waiting and it was really cool the night before uh, we left to go um, meet our meet Nora's birth mom and everything uh, was the groundbreaking ceremony for the building so it was really cool that groundbreaking ceremony was Sunday and then Monday we left and Nora was born on Tuesday Amazing.
stories of, of blessing, and I know many of you have experienced things like that, and, and I just want to remind us that the whole reason we built this building, the whole reason we did Legacy Building Campaign was to help more people find and follow Jesus. And I want to tell you what has happened just in the last two years alone since we launched the Legacy Building Campaign. We've had over 2,000 people find Jesus and accept Him, and over 400 have followed the Lord in Believer's Baptism just in the last two years. Can we praise God for that? It's a pretty incredible. One of our values here at Orchard Church, we say all the time, is we are a church for our community, not just a church in our community. And that's going to be especially true as we move into this new facility. And people have asked, well, hey, you're in the middle of a building campaign, so you're probably having to back uh, down some of your contributions to missionaries and feeding centers and maybe the community. Actually, we've been able to do more in the last two years than we ever have done in the past because we have actually tithed. Not only do we tithe off our general fund um, to world missions and church but we tithe off the legacy fund as well, and we've been able to put over $160,000 toward church planting um, in the last couple of years. We've done two makeovers of two elementary schools in 27J District. Um, we support Almost Home in Brighton, uh, Denver Rescue Mission, Life Choices Pregnancy Center, Community Uplift Partnership, Access Housing. These are all community charities. We continue to feed over 1,000 kids every day in our feeding centers in the Philippines, uh, Mexico and Haiti. And then we had our largest outreach of the year last Sunday night. We had almost uh, 3,000 people in our community that came out for our Harvest Fest. And many of them are here today as first-time guests. Can we praise God for that? Awesome. You know, we, we also have another value we say here all the time. We are about building his kingdom, not our kingdom. And in the 12 years since Orchard Church has started, we have partnered with starting 13 other churches in addition to Orchard Church. And so we praise God for that. And, you know, I, I know we're talking about some big numbers and a lot of money and a large budget and those things. And I also want to let you guys know how financially healthy we are um, and, and good stewards of the money. This year, we successfully completed our third year in a row of a full audit of all of our books by Cap and Krauss um, National Auditing Firm. And so we praise God for that. But I want to read a story to you guys because this is really what it's about. And I've got hundreds of these, but this one I received recently. This is somebody we help find and follow Jesus. And you guys have had a part in this. All of you who serve, you give, you pray. Uh, you have a part in this story. And this, this lady wrote me this email. And she said, I've been in and out of church since I was a child, never totally feeling comfortable in any of them. I've tried tons of different churches and religions until my husband dragged me to Orchard church over a year ago. I instantly felt at home and I felt like Pastor Doug and the other pastors are real people and understand real life issues. I'll admit I wasn't too crazy about the singing at first. However, now I catch myself singing the Orchard worship songs all week long, Monday through Friday. Sundays feel like home at Orchard Church, like the message is especially being spoken to me on a personal level. Never, ever would I have imagined myself saying this, but when we miss a Sunday at Orchard, I feel bummed, like something's missing. Sitting in those seats every Sunday morning is like a body reset. I feel new and energized every time. Can we praise God for that, that story? 
And, and, and that's, you know, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. Li- lives being changed. I, I, I want you to not just see that building next door. I want you to see the lives that are going to be changed in that building. And so today, as we celebrate our second anniversary of, of legacy, it's an opportunity to invest in more stories like those, to invest in more lives being changed because we're not just building a building, we're building a, a legacy. And I want you guys to feel that. I want you to see that. In the Bible, God has always challenged his people and called his people to embrace his vision for the future. Not my vision or our vision, but his vision. And you know, there's not many opportunities we have in this life to be generous and invest in something of eternal value. I mean, something that is going to last beyond this life. One of these days, our houses are going to be gone, our cars are going to be gone, our stuff is going to be gone. But when we've helped somebody find and follow Jesus, that lasts forever, Orchard. That's what God's calling us to be a part of. And so we've been praying leading up to this day. This will be the last time that we corporately make a final commitment with the Legacy Campaign. This is our third and final year. And we've been praying that we try to reach the $2 million received mark um, around this time, to, you know, today and the next couple of weeks. And so we're at about 1.7 right now. So we need about another $370,000 to reach that mark. And it's not just because you have an OCD pastor and I like round numbers. That's a little bit of it. But if we can reach the $2 million mark received, then we will save $275,000 in interest by not rolling that into the loan. That's, that's a church plant or two. I mean, that's a lot of feeding centers and missionaries. You know? And so why are we asking you to do this? Because our construction loan, now that the building is completed, is about to convert into a permanent loan. And so we have a one-time opportunity to put as much down and keep the payment down as possible. Whenever you buy a house, you want to put as much down as you can, keep that payment down so that that frees up more money for kingdom purposes and ministry, and that's why we want to do that. We also want to pay that building off as quickly as possible. The last few weeks, we've been talking about being good stewards of our finances and getting out of debt. Our loan is a 20-year loan, but we believe that that loan can be paid off in 8 to 10 years or sooner. Would that be okay, Orchard Church, if we were completely debt-free in about 8 to 10 years? So that we can hand off that building in this community in a financially responsible way to the next generation, to your kids and your, your grandkids. So how could we possibly you know, reach the $2 million mark received? Uh, here's a couple of ways you can help us with this. For those of you that committed um, two years ago or a year ago and you have a year left of your commitment, like Shelly and I, we did a three-year commitment. If you are in a financial position and God has blessed you, well, you could just pay it in one lump sum and complete your commitment now, then we would ask you to, to pray about doing that. That's what Shelly and I are going to do. A lot of our leadership is doing. A lot of other families have already done that. That can help us get that because we have that one-time opportunity to make this down payment. If you're new to Orchard Church and this is your church home now and you want to be a part of helping people find and follow Jesus and, and invest in something of eternal value and you can make a one-time gift, uh, then make a one-time gift. Now's the time. Anytime you give uh, to tithes, offerings, legacy campaign, anything here at Orchard Church, that is completely 100% tax deductible. We are a 501c3 uh, church, and so if you, you know, God's blessed you, and you say, man, we want to make a, a significant end-of-the-year donation before the end of 2017, this is a great time to do it, a great place to, to do that. And so I'm asking you to pray about joining. Those of you that are new to Orchard, we have a lot of new families uh, that have joined us in the last couple of years. Inside your newsletter today, and this is the last time, okay, you can hold your pastor to his word on this. This is the last time corporately we're going to ask you to make a commitment to legacy. 
This is our last year of our campaign. And uh, if you guys would take these out, there's an envelope to put them in. Um, if, if you're new to Orchard, pray about joining this, whether it's a one-time gift or joining us for the last year of this campaign. You know, we started strong, but we want to finish strong. Amen? You know, right, Bronco fans? We started strong, but we need to finish strong. <laughs> Okay? So we have one year left of our legacy campaign. Uh, we'd love to hit $3 million uh, by the end of this in, uh, next year. So if, if God's co- uh, prompting you to be a part of this, then fill this out. There's basically three choices on the card. Um, if you're going to be able to fulfill your commitment, check that box. If you're going to maybe be able to increase your commitment, if God's blessed you in that way, let us know that. This helps us for our last year budgeting purposes. And then if you're going to join the legacy campaign, and give us your information. Um, I know many of you uh, have started tithing. We've talked about that the last couple of weeks. Uh, as I've told you guys, if everyone at Orchard Church that considers this their church home just tithed, we'd have that building paid off in three years. If we just did that. We have um, about 80 families and individuals that have committed to the 90-day tithe challenge in the last two weeks. Can we praise God for that? And so... If you're just now stepping out and tithing, then, you know, don't worry about legacy. Just do that because that also will help us, you know, to to get this debt down. Um, A lot of people are asking, okay, what was the final kind of numbers? We're still finalizing things, but the land that we purchased and paid cash for three years ago and now the building, all the furniture, everything in it, it's about a $15 million project. $15 $15 million. But here's the good news. We've already spent $6 million of the $15 million in cash that we did not have to borrow. Did you hear that? $6 million that we did not have to roll into the loan, and we've saved you know, hundreds of thousands. We've saved over $2 million in interest alone because of your generosity. So we're looking at about a $9 million loan. So we're going to move into that building in two weeks, and it's 40% paid for already. And we praise God for that. Now, yeah, we, yeah, you can celebrate that. That's awesome. It's awesome. Um, we have uh, some land for sale. So if you're looking for some land to buy, come see me. If you're a member of Orchard Church, we'll give you a little discount or something. But we've got some residential land to sell. We've got some commercial land to sell. Uh, we have a realtor that has that listed right now. And once that is sold, we believe we're going to recoup $1.5 to $2 million on the land we purchased. We bought the whole 38 acres for $1.8 million. So we believe we're going to recoup all of that. And, and our land was basically free. So we, we just praise God for his good and all that he has done through our legacy building campaign. I want you guys to know how much I love you, how much I appreciate you, what an honor and a privilege it is to be your pastor. Um, we've seen 12 years of, of incredible sacrificial generosity here at Orchard Church to make all of this possible. And I'm asking you to continue to be generous in your tithes, your offerings, in this legacy building campaign. And in the same way that David called Israel to step out and make a sacrificial step of faith commitment, um, I'm asking you to consider doing that. In 1 Chronicles 29, uh, it says this, Now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the generals and the captains of the army, and the king's administrative officers, they all gave how, church? Willingly. Listen, if you feel like we're guilting you or twisting your arm, don't give. We want you to give willingly because God is prompting you to do this because God has laid this on your heart because you're excited about what God is doing in this community, through this church, and through the gospel, and that you want to be a part of that. Would you follow the example of the 420 people who have already given $1.6 million to help us stay on mission? Would you be a part of that with them? And then in verse 9, it says this, the people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given how, church? Freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. That's all we could ever ask. 
that you would give freely and wholeheartedly as God has prompted you. And so I ask you today to consider, pray about uh, making a sacrificial, faith-filled commitment that is pleasing to the Lord. Not pleasing to me, but pleasing to the Lord. You know, sacrifice as a Christian is not something we have to do. It's something we get to do. Amen? It's something we get to do for the one who sacrificed everything to provide our eternal life. And so I encourage you to consider that today um, and, and sign up for the Legacy Campaign. Um, if you have uh, committed, if you've given anything to the Legacy Campaign, if you're making a commitment, um, we have a Legacy Board. We, a bunch of us signed it two years ago. We brought it again today. It's under the white tent. Uh, before you leave, please sign that because that's going to be hanging somewhere in our new building in the office areas. And so we'd like you to participate and, and sign that as well. But I believe um, that God is not finished with Orchard Church. He's just getting started. You guys believe that? And, and, and as next Sunday, we're going to celebrate 12 years of all the incredible things that God has done in this place and here and through this ministry. But we are also looking forward to what God is going to do in our new building as we go from portable to permanent, permanent because to whom much is given, much is required, and we cannot wait to see what God has for the future. And so I want you to hear uh, just from a few people what they're looking forward to in the days ahead for Orchard Church. The kids program for me. Our grandson comes and when we saw the rooms, just so excited. I, he's gonna love it and it, it's gonna be attractive for um, young families. The time that we'll be able to use that we normally would on setup and tear down and all that to reach out and talk to new people. I know that God has used this time in our lives as a test of faith and I am so excited to see our suffering be used to um, have people who don't know God come find and follow him and get connected. And I know that it's just a building, but it's so much more. I look forward to just like the, the whole legacy campaign. I look forward to the legacy with our kids and right. all the people that we've met and how it's gonna affect the community and uh, reach the people and, and bring more people in and people get saved. and. Mm -hmm. uh, go well beyond us. I am looking forward to um, Nora growing up in in that building with us. Like it's just it's just been a cool experience to uh, the fundraising for her adoption, and then you know came alongside the legacy campaign, and then um, like I said, the groundbreaking ceremony and bringing her home, and then just watching her. I took her over there the other day, and she's just walking the halls, and it was just. I don't know, they're just like tangible, I don't know, miracles. I was at work one day at, a, at one of my dealers and I started tell, asking, you know, they were saying, where do you go? And I just said I went to Orchard and they were all excited. And I told them about the new church and how it was coming together. And they said, well, I think I'm gonna come and check it out. So out of just the new building, I've had like four or five people already checking it, gonna be checking us out mm -hmm. as far as the future goes. So I'm excited about what God's gonna do. I'm, it's gonna fill up quick, I have a feeling. I'm really excited to get kids in the rooms and let them see like a space that's truly meant for them where we can focus on you know teaching them the gospel and like bringing Jesus to these kids and not worrying about the challenges that being in a high school classroom brings. It's gonna be nice to have ownership of our of our own thing while we do try to take care of the school the, the church is ours it's our baby and we'll take care of it as such and that'll be that'll be nice and have that pride of ownership with it. 
I'm just so excited for the the people that the church will be able to reach, regardless of age, regardless of background, their story, for people to just understand that God is real and God is alive. And um, there are people that want to welcome them in and love them and just show them God's love. Um, just really, really genuinely excited to see what that means for the community coming from the background that I did and, and now to be a part of the orchard. Um, just excited just to really be a part of what it means to live out that legacy. Celebrate just one more time all that God has done. Would you guys pray with me? Heavenly Father, we just come today and we just stand in awe of your goodness. We prayed a prayer 12 years ago that you would do exceeding and abundant above all that we'd ask or think and something God-sized. And we feel like we've been experiencing that every day, every month, every year. And we look forward to how you're just going to blow us away with your goodness and life change in the future. Lord, thank you for all those who have, have uh, been a part of our legacy building campaign to make all of this possible. Lord, we know you're blessing their steps of faith and generosity. And we invite others in this last year to participate as well. As we continue in attitude of prayer right now with heads bowed and eyes closed, the reason for all of this is so simple. Orchard Church exists for one purpose, to help people find and follow Jesus. And we never want to miss an opportunity to help somebody find Jesus. And you may be here today and you've been thinking about, you've been contemplating what it would be like to enter a relationship with Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And we're going to give you an opportunity today to say yes to Him, to invite Him into your life. And this is what we do every week, every service. We invite you to pray a prayer, a simple prayer of faith to invite Jesus to be Lord and Savior of your life. And so in just a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer out loud, and I'm going to invite some of you to pray this prayer with me if God is speaking to your heart in that way, if it's time for you to say yes to Jesus. Now I'll tell you, it's not a magic prayer. These are not magic words. It's not the prayer that saves you. It's your faith. It's your belief in Jesus, and a prayer is a way to express that. And so if that's you today and God is prompting you in that way, would you join me right now in praying this from your heart to God's to invite Him into your life today? And it goes like this. Jesus... I'm calling on you today to come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I want to know and follow you. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Thank you. Thank you. As we continue and add it to your prayer with heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking around for just a moment. I, I don't want to embarrass anybody. I, I would never want to do that. But if you just prayed this prayer for the first time, it's the greatest decision you could ever make. And I would love, as the pastor of Orchard Church, to pray for you that you would grow in your walk and relationship with Jesus from this day forward. And so without hesitation right now, no one else looking around, would you just slip up your hand so I can pray for you and say, yes, I prayed that prayer, Pastor Doug. I, I said yes to Jesus today. God bless you right down here. Yes. God bless you, sir, right here in the middle. Amen. God bless you. Anyone else? Yes. God bless you, ma'am, right over here. Yes. God bless you over here. Amen. God bless you over here. Amen. It's okay to get excited about that orchard. This is what it's all about. This is what it is all about. Amen. Several hands. Let me pray for you. Father, we just lift those up today that are saying yes to you. May we never, ever get tired of people saying yes to you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May they grow in their walk in faith and relationship with you. And may we all grow to love you more, to trust you more, to follow you more. We thank you for this incredible historic time, this time of transition. 
And we just look forward to amazing anticipation, all that you have in store for Orchard Church and all of our lives. And we pray a special blessing over all of our families and all of our individuals and all our kids that call Orchard Church their home and this community and that we make a difference. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we welcome some new folks into the family of God today? Amen. Amen. Hey, if you just made a decision to say yes to Jesus and you raised your hand and said, I said yes to Jesus, please let us know about that on your connection card and drop that in the offering bucket so we can continue to pray for you, send you some information in the mail that will help you in your new journey with Christ. If you're a first-time guest at Orchard today, thanks so much for being our guest. Uh, we hope we've blessed you as much as you have blessed us with your presence. Hopefully you filled out that guest connection card. You can drop in the offering bucket when it goes by. Listen, first-time guests, we are not interested in your money today. This was for our church family. We're not interested in your money. We're interested in you. Um, so drop that in there so we can send you a thank you note, a free gift in the mail uh, for being our guest today. If you're new to Orchard Church and I haven't had the privilege to meet you personally, I would love to do so. I'll be hanging out by the blue New Here Start Here tent in the courtyard. So come by and introduce yourself to me today. Next Sunday, we say goodbye to Prairie View High School and all that God has done here. You do not want to miss it. Make sure you're here next week. It's going to be an incredible service. And then November 19th, first services in the new building. All right? Let's stand as we close in a song of worship. And we worship the Lord through our generosity. Why do we do this, Orchard Church? We want to be a church that acts its ways by giving first, saving second, and living on the rest. God bless you guys. I love you.